Welcome to the Two Fat Dads Podcast. I am A.L.E. Flores, your host, and as always, right next to me, my man, J.Lo, Jason Logan. Hi, how are you? I like the, where, where did the A.Ali come from? Is that an actor thing? It is. Um, I, I hated my first name. I only went by my middle name, Ali, for right. so long. Um, and so when I became an actor, um, Ali Flores, I, I felt, was a little too... Um, Middle Eastern sounding because Ali's not a typical Mexican name. My dad was a boxer and named me after his favorite boxer, obviously, Sugar Ray Ali Robinson. Smooth. Um, <laughs> Muhammad Ali. So I was like, okay, let me try to come up with something else. And, and my agent was like, well, go by your first name. And I was like, no, I don't like that name. Um, so I just went with A. Ali Flores. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Yeah. My kid wants to be an actor. That's why I'm asking these questions. Nice. Um, I've had a lot of pushback on that. It's like, it sounds pretentious. I was like, yeah, but say that to, uh, you know, a Whitney Brown. That sounds awesome. Who? Um, a Whitney Brown, Saturday Night Live alum, huge in the 80s. He was awesome. Um, you know, there are a bunch of three name people. Why? Is, syllables in the first time. Do you, is a Whitney Brown your go to when you're no, defending? No, that was just the first thing. It came up with a because I was going to go with a Martinez, which uh, I always found he was a he was an actor um, in like soap operas because I had to watch oh, soap uh, operas with my Santa mom. Barbara. And he was the he was the token Hispanic. He was uh, on Santa Barbara, dude. I yeah. watched that every day. And I was like, A. Martinez, that's it? <laughs> like, no, I don't want you guys knowing my name. This is too personal. A, that's it. That's all you get. So I'm guessing Alejandro Martinez is his name. I like how you put that. Uh, I had to put the SM, my friend. I like it a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how it goes. But, but when my daughter was born, she was, um, she's actually named after me. She's named after both... Um, my ex-wife and me. So her middle name is, is my ex-wife's name, first name. And so her first name is Adriana. So my first name is Adrian. So that's when Adrian. I started telling people what my name was. I hated Adrian. There were like four or five of them in my first grade class. And they're like, Adrian and all of us. Were, you had four or five Adrians in your first grade class? Yeah, like kindergarten. Like it was early. I remember that. And then what really sucked was I always went by Ali. That's just how I went. And no one knew my first name. And it wasn't until award ceremonies like perfect attendance or, you know, uh, most talented or something like that, that they would call you by their by my first name. So they're like, and blah, 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 Adrian Flores. And uh, inevitably, all of my friends would go, yo, Adrian, I love you. That's why I hate it. Rocky destroyed my first name. I hated, <laughs> hated that name. And then and then when um, the Karate Kid came out, I started to dislike Ali because it was like, oh, my name's Ali with an I, because that's what um, his girlfriend said, Ali with an I. Or, uh, yeah, Ali with an I. My name's Ali with an I. So then that happened. Movies almost destroyed my name. But thank God you're in it now. You're in the business and you're I, changing it all up. I am in the business. I'm, <laughs> I don't know that I'm changing it up, but I'm in. I'm in. Hey, that's all. That's all. You got to be in it to win it. That's it. That's it. How was your week, man? Uh, it was good. I spent uh, Saturday night watching Monster Jam. Nice. Uh, at the uh, Campy World, World Bowl. I got to go on uh, the big screen. I was uh, doing commercials for Budweiser, yelling at people, thanking them for making beer drinking great again. Uh, I gave people shout outs. It was uh, quite exciting. My phone blew up. I don't... I don't understand. I don't understand the the lure of the monster truck. Look, I've never been... So I, I don't want to be judgy, but... Um, it just seems like when you walk in, they give you a Confederate flag and some dip. Like, that's what you need <laughs> to go watch this. I, again, I don't want to judge, but that's what it feels like. What? How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? 
you got dip coming out of your listen lip. how um, dare you just be you know listen just because you got the stars and bars flying and you've got smokeless tobacco in your mouth that doesn't make you a bad person no and it's a big truck don't hey get your little uh little car stuck someplace that big truck will pull you out <laughs> telling so, you so what goes on man what, so what happens? monster jam it's great if you've never been this is the only thing that sells out at camping world stadium i think the pro bowl coming up this weekend probably will sell out but monster jam sells out now my kid made the comments this is a 17 year old kid got out of the car and I was there. I was there working for Budweiser. I wasn't working. They paid me in beer and free tickets. And mm-hmm. I just go up there, let all the sponsors at intermission say a few words. Hi, thanks for coming. Metro PCS. You guys get cell phones. Ha ha. Thanks, Monster Jam. And that's what that's what the Metro PCS girl does. I I'm half in the bag when it comes, and they know me because I've done this for like the past five years. They know I'm coming, mm-hmm. and they see it, so they they warn the new host and. Uh, <laughs> the year before, I was doing a whole thing about Donald Trump make America great again. Well, I wanted to do making beer beer drinking great again by drinking Budweiser, mm-hmm. and I went down a whole laundry list of why beer drinking Budweiser is the is going to make America great again. So this year, I just thanked him, and the guy shut me off because I was going to throw. I was going to say, "Hey, if you uh, if you don't drink Budweiser, make sure you drink Bud Light, Dilly Dilly." And I was going to get everybody to say Dilly Dilly, and the guy shut me off. I think he saw that I had couple too many drinks <laughs> so uh so anyways but as we were getting out of the car they gave me i had like rock star parking we get out there's some stupid monster truck doing wheelies and spins with people on it and they people are going crazy my kid goes hey dad um not to be that guy but there's a lot of white people here <laughs> i was like i go hey man shut it down because, you know, Orlando's like a melting pot. We've got a lot of, you know, a lot of colors here. You know, a little United Nations feel. Got a lot of stuff going on. But he goes, yeah. And then we get inside the stadium. He goes, Dad, I don't think I've ever seen this many white people in my entire life in one place. I go, oh, my God, shut up. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Jason's son, his, one of one of the twins, is, is African-American. Just to let you know, that's why he felt uncomfortable. Yeah, he did. He felt uh, he felt definitely uncomfortable. <laughs> but I was like, dude, you gotta slow it down. This is a white person event. I'm that's what saying. it seems. That's what it seems. It is. Ellie, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, but it is a very white. Event. By the way, sugar white, white exactly. But it's fun. I'm not gonna lie. No, to I, I I think it would be fun. I think like it would be a blast. Jump. They do flips. These things are awesome. Like I remember, I remember growing up, and like Bigfoot was the was the jam, man. I used to I used yes. to love that monster truck bigfoot i'm like oh i want to i think i owned one i actually did now that i think about it i had i had one of the remote controls right of, of bigfoot that would that would pop up the hood the whole thing oh, would course. pop up and i could make it jump on little cars and things like oh yeah Look, I used to every little kid wants a big old monster truck at some point in time in their life is that why you want the big jacked up truck now yeah because i'm 46 and i didn't get one when i was a little kid now i'm gonna get the big lifted truck that's going to be your midlife. That's that. That's your midlife. Well, yeah, that and my little Honda Grom, which is a 125 cc <laughs> motorcycle that I rode around all day yesterday. That I can only get up to 50 miles an hour with my big fat butt on it. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it looks like a freaking grizzly bear riding a little little bike at me riding this stupid thing. But that's that's my midlife crisis. I, I just purchased my midlife crisis. I got my BMW, which mm. I've always wanted. Um, and here's the thing: everyone like they warned me. And they're like, hey, are you going to become a, a pretentious douchebag now that you own a Beamer? Like everybody, everybody that owns a Beamer thinks they're better than everyone. Hold on. I've had it for a couple of weeks now, and I do not think 
I am better than anyone. You Obviously, I'm it. not. You know I it. am not better than people that own BMWs. The rest of you, yes, I am better than you. See? Exactly. So. That's what happens. <laughs> Look, I'm all about... The, my favorite is the people in the the lower BMW class. Like, there's the three... I mean, which one do you have? I have the 328. 328. Okay, but there's lower ones and there's higher ones. Like... That, and the higher you go, if you drive a 740, oh, my oh God, my you're God. better than everybody. Of course you are. It's like a caste system. You, do you understand that your your payments on a on one of those, on the sevens, you're, you're getting, you're, you're paying mortgages. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I love it. Jeff, our, our producer here, just asked a question. What's the difference between a porcupine and a BMW? I don't know. The porcupine has its pr- the pricks on the outside. Wow. That's a good one. I, like wow. that. I wish I could deliver. A I'm not going to take offense because I'm not inside the, the BMW right now. So um, suck it, Jeff. I like that <laughs> one, though. Jeff with a joke. So but that's but that's a nice car. You've been driving rolling around in a Toyota forever. Oh, my God. I had a 2005 Toyota Corolla, which I was very proud to buy. Like it was my first car that I bought on my own. Um, before that, I had to afford uh what is it? The Ranger with the extended cab. Oh, nice. That was badass. See, I bet um, you had big tires on it, though, too. I did you? not have big tires. No, you went with stock. I had stock tires. Oh, terrible. I'm, I'm not. I'm not the big truck guy. I'm 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 five, six. I'm like, uh, it's usually me. Um, so I had the Toyota Corolla. And this is a thing against Toyota Corollas or basically Toyotas. The roof and the paint job, for some reason, fade. Quickly, like I got a rusted roof, like within five years, my my roof started to rust. And then by the end, it was totally rusted. The whole roof was golden. I used to call it golden rust. And um, I would get phone calls from friends. Hey, man, I'm behind you right now by Disney. I'm like, no, you're not. I'm at home. Oh, is there another blue Toyota Corolla with a rusted roof? I go, there are thousands of them. (laughs) I said, now that you know this, you'll see a bunch of them. And I guarantee you, they're not me. I have I have been I've tried to get into one and have been pissed off that my key wouldn't work. Why isn't it working? Why I can't get into my and then I look and I was like, oh, they have tinted windows. I don't have tinted windows. This is yeah, my I've car. Done that. I've done that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So now I'm in the nice car. I, I'm digging it. Um, not that I have money, people. I, I got a really good deal on a used car. So, yeah. I have like people it. been look? I mean, they look at you different, though, don't they? They do. They yeah. do. Um, I, I drive up like I feel like I need to dress up now just to drive the right. car. You should like I'm in my Toyota Corolla clothes. You know, I've got my torn shirt and my my shorts, my basketball shorts and flip flops. And I'm going to the store and I pull out, get out of the BMW. People look at me like he must be a valet. He's, he's that's driving. His, that's his mom's else. car. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. My car just uh, went over 200,000 miles. Nice. I've never had a car that long. Yeah. My Toyota was two hundred and. 56,000 when I, when it got totaled. So yeah. I and it would have kept going. Oh yeah, it would have. The, the, the engine was great. I was about to do some, just a, you know, just the fan belts and a couple of things, just a, an upgrade, but that's it. It's been, it was phenomenal. I hated losing that car. But Loved now it. you're happy. Oh yeah. Now I love this car until it breaks down. Cause then I know a BMW is going to cost way more to fix than the Toyota Corolla or my big Chevy lifted truck. Yes. By the way, we don't get any money by the from these people. We're not sponsored. By I would them, love we could. But I would love will. to get a sponsor. We will so accept. I need some uh, friends and family discounts when I, when I go to buy a truck. Yes. Yeah. You know what? We are sponsored today. We're sponsored by Logan Me- Mania. Logan Mania. That's right. 
for all of your corporate and social entertainment needs from DJs to bands to stilt walkers to clowns and caricatures, whatever you want entertainment wise, Logan Mania can provide. That was good. Thank you. That was really good. Now do it like the um like the uh the the cell phone person you were talking about um at the monster jam. Oh my god everybody if you got a DJ for your kids bar mitzvah or your bar mitzvah call Hoggy Mania. It's so super they're great. Talk to, call and talk to Jason he's the best He'll play all kinds of music for you. And if you want a Latin uh, name act for your bar mitzvah down in South Florida, who's only going to play on a 10 by 8 stage, feel free to call us because we know them all. Loganmania.com. Every commercial we get from now on, you're doing it. Dude, that let way. me tell you something. I got a request. Some guy goes, Hey, man, uh, I need a, a, a name Latin uh, act. I'm like, Okay, for a bar mitzvah. I'm like, Who has a Latin themed bar mitzvah? Um, Jose, Jose Ven- Weinstein, Venice <laughs> Goldberg. Yeah, I mean, so I, so I'm going through the whole list and pulling people. Out. I'm like, man, you could probably find somebody down in South Florida on your own at some nightclub to pick them out because they just don't. Jay Balvin is the guy who I gave them. They're like, Jay Balvin, who's that? I go, I don't know. Uh-huh. I have no clue, but he's got a hit song and he's probably going to be able to take care of you. Dude, the Latin Jewish music market is huge. It's exploding right now. <laughs> Oh yeah, como ve? You know, it's just that's it's too really much. Cool. It's too much. I'm just like, what? This is Latin freaking bar mitzvah. That that would be fun. I kind of want to go. Are you gonna dip your matzah ball in the guacamole? In the guacamole? Guacamole? Yes, yes, yes I would. Put some salsa, <laughs> arroz con matzah. Yeah, that would be great. Are you kidding me? <laughs> gonna bless the wine. Bless the bless the uh, coronas. Yes, the hermozzi on the on the corona. <laughs> Sad part is I know so I know a little bit about it, just a little bit to get myself in trouble. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's what makes people dangerous when they know just a little bit about right. something. They oh, think they know way so more. No, that person is my favorite. That person, <laughs> really? That's what you think? Okay, have fun with that one. That person never shuts up, too. That's the person that just keeps going, and anything that you say to counter will. They've got, always got something in in their chamber. Just. I have a kid like that. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. He's my favorite. <laughs> you didn't sound like that was your favorite. He's my favorite child. You're not supposed to have a favorite. Well, he's my favorite because he thinks he's like Cliff Clavin. And he's been Cliff Clavin <laughs> from the time he could speak. <laughs> We'd be riding to soccer games. Uh, it was uh, like, oh, look at the cows, cowies, cows, cows. And I'm like little kids, right? And all of a sudden you hear, you know, Parker. Talking to his brother, uh, Parker. Did you know that cows, when they fart, they uh, emit methane, and that's what causes holes in the ozone. This is like a four or five year old kid. I'm like, what? Who? What are you watching? What are you listening? Well, Dad, uh, you leave the TV on all the time, and uh, we like to watch TV, and you won't let us watch what we want. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Tanner, you need to do this. Well, Dad, you know, if I did that, it would uh, it would slow down the process of me doing something else. And I'm like, and he will cliff clavin me to death. And I can't, I can't. I'm like, dude, stop. Just do it. Yeah. Or you just out of nowhere a song. You know, Dad, uh, when uh, when they when they wrote this song, uh, <laughs> they were uh, they were eating McDonald's. I'm like, how do you know that? 
Well, Dad, it uh, it was. Sh- I'm like, shut up, just stop talking. So when are we bringing him on the podcast? Is what I want to know because I want to hear all these. He'll facts. tell you. He'll tell you everything. He works at Chick Fil A. You know, Dad. Uh, we're working in the Chick Fil A drive-through. Uh, we he goes. I don't mean to be this guy, but uh, people like to to get extra sauces, and uh, you know, I, I don't like giving them to him because I'm like, dude, are you gonna wrap this story up at any point in time? <laughs> also, why don't you like giving them to him? It's like. It's yeah, not coming out of your paycheck. Dad, it's, it, listen, it's company policy that we only uh, provide one sauce uh, per chicken sandwich. Uh, and the people come back through and they yell at me. And I, I don't know what to do. I try to explain to them that it's, uh, it's company policy. I love the fact that you're going into this Bill Murray Caddyshack I felt that. voice. I like, felt you, that. You, even your lip, like your I mouth. Did. <laughs> I did go Carl oh Stackler God. on that. One. I, I love it. Listen here, uh, listen, customer of Chick-fil-A, uh, according to our last year's statistics, uh, we chopped down 14,000 trees that didn't need to be because you took more, 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 uh, more napkins out of the thing and you didn't use them. Uh, so if you could only take one napkin, please, that would be great. Oh, my God. I love Chick-fil-A. I, I love too. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, they are always the nicest people at a Chick-fil-A. You go to Burger King, they don't give a shit about you. Nope. They don't give a shit, but you go to Chick-fil-A, it's awesome. You know why Chick-fil-A is awesome? Why? It's the hate that makes it so good. Yes. I yes. Mean, they are some hating people over there. Yeah, they are. They are. And that's you can taste it in the um, in the sauces, actually. That's why they don't want to give you extra sauces. Because, yeah. They don't want to get o- rid of all their hate. Yeah, you'll OD on hate. Yeah, I, like I, I have friends of mine. They're like, "You can't do that." Just say, you know, they, they hate you hate the gays. And I'm like, "Listen, I will be at your wedding. I'm gonna be there. Woohoo! I'm so proud. I'm glad. Yes, but I can't give a give up Chick Fil A. That's no, delicious. Well, listen, it's, man, it's so good. I saw on Facebook the other day, yesterday, and I reach and I read whatever you do on Facebook. What do you do when you you share it on Facebook? Yes, you retweet on Twitter. By the way, uh, he's 46, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Okay. He doesn't know what to do on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> So there was this lady who walked into a restaurant and started yelling at the patrons in the restaurant about uh, this girl who has been abused and her whole life is over because the patrons in that restaurant and restaurants like that, it was like a breakfast restaurant, were killing her and her sisters. Wait what? The, yeah, the, you got you got to see it. It's the stupidest thing ever. I mean, I would love I, I would love to get my phone out and actually play it. Can I do that? Oh my god! Hold on. Uh oh. A. Uh-oh. Hold on. I'm gonna start calling you A from now on. <laughs> um, <laughs> People used to always ask me, "What's the A stand for?" All awesome right. or yeah. asshole, depending on the right. Whatever. Name. So, anyways, this woman starts yelling. Now that I'm gonna play it over the microphone. Hold on, you're gonna love this because this is this is the stuff. That drives me crazy. Oh, last night I posted Barbara Hershey might be the worst actress ever because I was watching oh, wow. Hoosiers. She's <sighs> horrific. Yeah, she's she's, she's not good. So anyways, I as I movie. try and find this thing, and I was saying uh, Nick Nolte, terrible actor as well. What? Him. He's the worst. He is phenomenal. Terrible. Awesome. Like 48 Hours is amazing. Okay, let's compare 48 Hours and Prince of Tides. Which I kind of saw some of that the other day, but then I was last night I was watching Cape Fear, mm. only because so I could tell him he was terrible, but ended up him being actually <laughs> pretty good. So, anyways, as I'm looking for this, so she's yelling at everybody. I so want to get this out because it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. And when I see stupid stuff on Facebook, I will share it. Yes, and by the way, if you're on Facebook, um, 
hey, find us, Two Fat Dads yes. uh, Podcast on Facebook. We're also on Twitter, at Two Fat Dads uh, Pod, I believe. Two Fat Dads Pod. I did that yesterday yes. or the so, other week. So find us on there. Find us on Facebook. Hell, we might even start an Instagram. All right, Ali, I found it. You ready? Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm excited. Get ready. She, now, the visual. She's walking into a restaurant. Paint the picture. Walking into a restaurant, and then you hear this. Please hold Ready for this. Wait for her name. The way her entire crew is now walking and holding up signs said, it isn't food, it's violence. It's not food, it's violence. Please think of her name every time you see somebody's body on a plate. Her name is Snow, and she just wants to live. Her name is Snow, and she just wants to live. Okay, hold She's on. What restaurant? Alley. What restaurant it is this? It was like some city, I don't even know. I don't know what restaurant it was. You it know was what? like a breakfast place. You know what I find awesome? Is the fact that her name is Snow, and technically, right now, because of all that, she's an informer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fact that I was like, hey, where's he going with this one? Informer. That. that is so So anyways, this is what I was looking at. I'm like, why is this one? If you do anything crazy and you film it, I look for crazy on the yeah. internet. I will find it, and I will watch it, and I will sit there, and I will enjoy it. This woman... Wow. Went to a whole nother level talking about snow and her eggs. And and the fact that, wait, like, it's Soylent Green? Is that the name of the restaurant now? They're serving I people? I have no idea. What? I have no, but milk and cheese and eggs. It's murder, dude. I, I need to know what the restaurant is. I want to go. I don't even know. I want No, I just want to follow these people. Because <laughs> I bet they're going to go to another restaurant. You are killing Melvin the cow. His name was Melvin. He just, he roamed. His he name was ate, partly cloudy. He just ate grass <laughs> and you killed well, him. Well, that actually does happen. I, I mean, know, but so that's what chickens do. They lay eggs. Look, when I was in college, I saw the PETA video. Have you ever seen the PETA video? Which one? Well, I saw the one where they, uh, 
they they teach people or they uh, how they get rid of the pecking order in chickens. Mm-hmm. They clip the they clip their beaks. Oh wow! Yeah, they clip their beaks so they can't develop a pecking order, and they shove them in things uh, like pins, and then they okay, I get that, but I'm still going to eat chicken. I'm going to eat eggs. I like that stuff. That, that it did not deter me from eating food. I saw how they deal with veal calves. Oh, yeah, so crazy! But wow, I'm still going to eat cow. I'm sorry. Yeah, see, I'm I'm more the ignorance is bliss guy. Um, like I love I love veal. I love chicken. I love eggs. Um, I try to do the free range thing. I try to do sure. Try to help out as much as I can, but I, I don't know that it's helping. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the extra dollar that I'm paying for the for the eggs are really. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I, I don't try. know either. But- I think I think all that stuff is really just to make us feel better. Because I think I think it's big business. I think the only thing that's going to help is not doing it ever again. It's 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 the order of the thing. If you don't eat it, then they go, oh, well, then maybe now we need to we need to change it up. But everyone's going to eat eggs. Everyone's going to eat chicken. It's just going to happen. So then the big businesses are like, all right, we still supply and demand. Um, I know that I know that there are statistics out there that saying that there are more farms that are free range and they don't do the clipping thing. Sure. They just do that, which is great. I just I just think it in order for a drastic change, something drastic has to happen. Like, all right, we're going to take the year off of eggs. We're going to take the year off of chicken. But that's not going to happen. No, or mad cow disease. Yes, that's drastic. That is drastic. I won't eat meat if there's mad cow. That's a, that's a good policy. It's a policy. Have. I have I have it. It's written. a personal policy. It is. I, it's, <laughs> what I, it's kind of a credo. If it's got mad cow, I'm not eating meat. Oh my god! That's a, just a, it's it's a life choice that I've made. Ollie. For those of you who may are wondering why we called the uh, podcast <laughs> Two Fat Dads," um, we like food. Um, I love food. Oh, it's so it, I love. It, I'm a sweet guy. Not me. Like like I love candies. Oh, not candies. I love cake, cookies, baked goods. All the red velvet cake is the best. Um, my my roommate's girlfriend brought over some red velvet cupcakes, and I'm I'm on a bit of a. I'm trying not to be as fat. I want to turn the podcast into one fat dad and one chubby dad. Um, and <laughs> I'm trying to lose some weight. And she brought over red velvet cake cupcakes, and I was like, "You godless whore." My problem um, is is Publix. Where shopping is a pleasure. Yes. Would love to have them as a sponsor so I can mm-hmm. get more of this. They have BOGOs on everything. Yes, they do. Free. And Intamin's right out front. <gasps> those stupid chocolate donuts. Oh, see, I do the chocolate chip cookies, the little ones. Oh, yeah. No, oh. that's a problem. It's a problem. Oh, God. Yeah. They, the, 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 the stupid chocolate frosted donuts. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm not a sweet person either, but you put those in front of me, I'll eat an entire box. Dude, Um, it's... It's insane. I think one of the main ingredients in Entenmann's, any of their baked products, any of their products, is like unicorn tears. It is so <laughs> delicious. Oh, my uh, God. If you guys have not tried unicorn, it's so good. They're like so it's, hard it's, to catch, though. It, that truly is magically delicious. When they're in season, though. They, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. No, no, no. You got to do it. When, when, they, when, they're, when the unicorn horn is drooping just a little bit, that's when they're ripe. Right. But that see, when they droop like that... They're not free range. They're they're on That's farms, kind of like the whales at wow. SeaWorld. You know how they're yeah. Yeah. yeah you, okay. Yeah. Thanks. I see that. Thanks. So uh, we're gonna <laughs> we want to promote the uh, the documentary Black Unicorn. Um, <laughs> Black. Unicorn. Same people that did Blackfish. Dude, my, my wife. We had season passes at SeaWorld. My wife saw uh, Blackfish. I mean, we just paid how oh. much? Uh, yeah. Okay. There's it's four or five hundred bucks for all my freaking tribe to go mm-hmm. to SeaWorld. 
for the year. We're never going there again. The the things they do to those poor whales. I'm like, what? They're whales. They're there for our entertainment. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I go, if you set it free, if you set Tilikum free, he's going to die. He's stuck there. I'm sorry. But again, going back to your whole, you know, you need something drastic to happen. You'd have yeah. to shut down SeaWorld or something. Well, they're know. they're pretty much doing it. They're getting rid of the, the whale shows. They think they're getting rid of the dolphin shows. It's going to become just an amusement park. It's not really going to be. Uh, I think we're they'll have some videos. animals, but nothing. nothing Manatees. Major. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be world. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to change it to SeaWorld, but it's spelled S-E-E. Uh, <laughs> this Boom. is why you are the man. Boom. Yeah. So that's what happened. But yeah. So we couldn't go to SeaWorld for forever. God. And then the kids got restless one day. She goes, well, I guess we could go to SeaWorld. We got to get them out of the house somewhere. I go, oh. <laughs> oh, it's about convenience. Yeah, it's about convenience now. Mm-hmm. But we will not, I repeat, not go anywhere near that whale stadium. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. The things, she, the things people choose to get up on a, on a wheel about just blow my mind. Yeah. <gasps> I'm super excited. I'll let you know. What? I'm really excited right now. Black Dynamite is coming out with a sequel. I'm so excited. Yeah, what's Black Dynamite? I don't think I've ever seen the first one. Oh, my God. Get on Netflix and watch Black Dynamite. I think it's on Netflix. I don't know where it is. Find Black Dynamite. It is, it's, a, it's a stunt guy that created it, wrote it. And um, it is basically, you remember the 70s movies, the, the exploitation movies and all that stuff? I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah, stuff like that. Okay. Well, I'm going to get you, sucker. It was spoofing that. Okay. This is done so well. Like, it's almost genuine an old school seventies movie, but every now and then you'll see um, like a mic come into frame a little bit, but they don't acknowledge it. They're not doing the wink, you know, the wink, right. wink, blah, blah, blah. They do weird jump cuts. Um, the, the, the action it's, it's freaking awesome. And so it's so I, funny. Do I need to see black dynamite, the original before I watch black dynamite too? Uh, yes. Okay. You need to get, you need to get in the feel of it. It's so funny. So amazing. Uh, I got a buddy in it, which I didn't know until I was watching it. I was like, hey, that's Damien. Um, he's freaking awesome. He's out in L.A. He's a big stunt guy and stuff. Um, but it's like, hey. But, yeah, it's got some big name people in there as well. And it's it's freaking hysterical. All you right. So I'm going to watch it. this. We're going to watch this. Yeah. They just announced that the Black Dynamite 2 is coming out. So the sequel. Who's they, by the way? Uh, they. They. You know, the, they that live over there. Okay. What's your uh, what's your favorite TV show going on right now? Right do, now? Do you watch TV. Uh, I do. I, I watch more Netflix, man. I'm I'm more the streaming guy. I don't I don't get to watch regular TV. Our our schedules are kind of. I definitely wonky. binge watch, but yeah, yeah. yeah I'm uh, blacklist right now is what I'm watching right now. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. I watch that on planes. Yeah, James Spader. I think this is his best role. It's amazing. I'm really into that right now. So I'm in. I think they're. I'm on like season four. Or have something like have that. you gotten into This Is Us? I have. I haven't seen any of this season, though. I need to um, because I need to cry more in my life, apparently. Holy God. You can't go one episode without freaking weeping. Well, the second season, like the first six or seven episodes, you can. And it gets a little like, what? But I thought, well, you haven't seen the second season. They they took a winter hiatus or whatever. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I thought, wow, this season's really short. They just stopped. Yeah. And all of a sudden they came back with these the, the, the past three episodes. Well, I was like, what? I'm missing episodes. So I watched the past three episodes the other day. 
Oh my god, I was an emotional yeah wreck. I went to the grocery store. And that's why I bought the Intamins because I was like, oh my god, I need to eat. I need to comfort myself. <laughs> I'm an emotional eater too. Man. Oh my when things god. go bad. I that's why I've gained so much weight right now because things were not so great for me. So I just eat, eat, eat. Ali, eat. you have to watch. You got to get on it. Okay, okay, okay. That okay. first season was ridiculous. But I'm up to the point where we find out why, what, how the dad dies. You know, the dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, dad. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's been teased the whole time, you know, about, you know, that she, it was her fault or, you know, that stuff. Well, so you see what's, you oh, see what's coming. You, oh, and, God. And I, after the I Super, don't want to watch it. After the Super Bowl, I believe, is when that episode's coming up. Are you, are you, uh, are you normally a crier in movies? No. You know what movie gets me? What? Well, sports movies will get me. Yeah. The all-time scene, and, and my family makes fun of me with this. Is uh, Field of Dreams. Oh, Dad, you want to have a catch? Forget it. Every single time. Oh. I will. Dude, I, 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 I see it coming. I know. It. <laughs> Just get up and walk out of the room. I can hear it. I'm like, <sighs> I literally every single time. Or if there's uh, like Hoosiers. I was watching that last mm-hmm. night. I mean, when he goes, I love you guys. And they win the championship. Mm-hmm. I will cry. And anytime somebody wins a championship and they were, weren't supposed to win. I'm yeah. in underdogs. Underdog. Underdog. I love underdogs. I will shed a tear. Um, I my daughter, um, she caught me crying in one movie. What did we go see? Oh, Coco. Coco is great. Coco is so good. Coco. Have you seen Coco? I have. Oh, it's so good. Now, now, hold on. There's a reason. Like, I, I don't know that I would have cried normally in that movie. Like, you know, it's it, it's the Day of the Dead, right. so you know there's death in there, so it's fine. But my best friend had just passed, so I was already uh, an emotional okay. wreck. Sure. So. She goes, oh, daddy, you were crying. I've never seen you cry in a movie. And I go, well, then you haven't been paying attention. I cry at almost every movie at some point. You know, like, and, and silly movies. I cry at Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, I wept just when he goes, I, you know, like, I got you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm your dad. And All I'm right. like, huh, huh. and I think that's ever since she was born. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been a giant, you know, wuss my entire sure, life. I've cried course. at public commercials. Um, but... Since I had my daughter, anything pertaining to yeah, being yeah. a parent and I'm things like that, that, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. Um, my first film that I wept, openly wept, like I couldn't, I wasn't controlled. They could not get it. I couldn't get it together and they couldn't control me. Um, I'm in, I remember this vividly. I'm in my mom's room, which was in the backside of the house, so all the way at the end. Right. And we're watching a movie called The Champ. And The Champ with John Voight and little Ricky Schroeder. Yes. And uh, I'm watching this movie because my dad was a boxer. So I'm like, oh, great. Now, I've got to be like eight years old. What kind of parent lets me watch this movie at eight? Um, <laughs> nothing nothing against mom. Mom has knives. Um, love you. <laughs> um, so when, when the part where, spoiler alert, when John Voight dies. <laughs> spoiler alert from a movie from 1980. <laughs> When he dies in the ring, <laughs> all I picture is my dad dying in the ring. Oh, come on, man. And That's I'm freaking sobbing. Like, they could, Ali, calm down. My brother and sister come in. Are you okay? <laughs> I couldn't speak. I That was, holy cow. I've got a horrible one. <laughs> I just love the spoiler alert. So, <laughs> growing up, I played soccer. Mm-hmm. Growing up in the 80s, there, there was no soccer on anything TV-wise. We, my buddy and I had a copy of uh, Gola. It was the, it was the documentary and uh, telling of the 1982 World Cup in Spain. We watched that. Mm-hmm. Sean, Sean Connery was the, uh, was is, the guy who uh, narrated 
Is Sean Connery from Brazil? That's another Brazil. That's a great. <laughs> yes. Brazilian but the, the the great Zico was playing for Brazil. Uh, Socrates was playing for Brazil. They were all there. So anyways, um, we watched that. And then I don't even know what year this movie came out in. But the great World War Two drama of victory with mm. Pele, and mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone and a bunch of old soccer players that we knew from 1982 World Cup video. So I watched that, but when Pele hits the bicycle kick at the end, oh and God. all I hear is, and Max von Sydow stands in the stands, <laughs> the German officer who sets up the whole thing, and he sees it, and all I hear is, and they really it like three times. My six-year-old now, he goes, Dad, and he'll go, when he goes to play soccer in that 3v3 tournament. I go, Cooper, and he knows to go score goals at that point in time. Oh my god! But I, I will, I will tear up every time when I see Pele hit a freaking bicycle kick. Now I know it's set up. I get it. Yes. It's a movie. He probably did it a hundred thousand times and finally got it. And they filmed it. But and then Max von Sydow stands up. Oh, he claps. And he's like, oh, oh. And then the then the French are out screaming, Vissoir, Vissoir. Oh my god! Dude. And then they end up tying the German national team. All these allied prisoner of wars. I feel like I'm there. It's amazing. And then they storm the field and they all get out. And they, they escape. And Max von Sydow says, he just looks at him like, God, they did it. They got away. Are you tearing up now? Just tell A me. little bit. I'm telling you. <laughs> I hear, you know, um, you know, there, there has been a, uh, a poll out and they said the mo- the saddest moment in a movie um, for men and women uh, they have ranked them the saddest moment in the movie. Have you guys seen the movie My Life with oh, Michael Keaton? Yes. When his dad shaves him. Yes. Oh, just because he's dying. He's dying of cancer. I think it was cancer. Yeah. And he can't even, he can't shave. And his dad is sitting there just shaving him, giving him a shave. And they're like, that is the most. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, God. You're just, uh, uh, I like the part in that movie when he's when they're filming because he films his life or like the things that he can't teach his son mm-hmm. and he films the stuff. When he teaches uh, him how to walk into a room and own the room and shake his hand. Yeah. I love that. I tell I tell my kids whenever you walk into a room, just own it. Just yeah. take over. Just just That's make, a great that's a great lesson. That's how you should. You should walk into a room, own the room, yeah. go in and you know, shake someone's hand, look them in the eye. Introduce yourself. That's one of the things that annoys my about annoys me about my daughter. Um, like every now and then, she's not a shy kid. Right, she's very outgoing. But every now and then, we get around people, and then her head will go down, and she's like, "Hey," and then just kind of walks away. I was like, "Oh, hey, hooker, come yeah. over here. Say hi. Look them in the eye. Shake their hand, and then go." Um, and then she'll do the opposite. She'll just go up to people and give them hugs, like she's super loving. I'm right. like, "Whoa, whoa, careful." Yeah. Careful yeah, I know. But when you when the Logan clan comes into anybody's event or house, you know we're there. Oh, we're, yeah. we are big and we are loud, and my kids <laughs> will just come in and take over. And it's like, hey, what's going on? Everybody ready to have a good time? Let's where's the dip? Where's the salsa? You guys got drinks around here? <laughs> what's going on? We take over and it bothers people. People don't like gregarious people sometimes. Like you kick open the door. See, I'm very polite. Like I come in, like I, I'm like I'm outgoing and I'm I'm pretty, you know, extroverted. Right. But when it comes to a party and things like that, I have to feel the room first. I have to see what's going on. 
examine the people. I'm like, all right, these people I don't like. These people I can have fun with. These people yeah. have my humor. And then I start to come out of my shell and I start being an idiot. I can't just walk in unless I'm really friendly with them and I know everybody there. Well, yeah, and you got, the you door, but, do, but you set it up. I mean, you walk in and you're like, okay, that guy is going to be that guy. Like yeah. I like if I'm if I'm DJing an event, I'll I'll watch the door. I watch people. I go, that's the guy who I got to deal with tonight. He's going to be bothering me the whole night. I just see him. You can see him coming in, and that's the way people are with me. We see that guy coming in. I just I know I'm that guy, so why not just own it? It just happens. It's just what, Dude, what we do. That's great, man. What's your what's uh you, you DJ all the time? What's what's your biggest pet peeve with DJs? With DJs or people at parties? people at parties as a DJ? Well, requests. There's always a big problem. Just request. Just re- well. Here's here's what goes on. DJs like and, and I'm and I'm training a new person right now, and I've basically told her that she needs to, she needs to figure it out and not be so creative and not because uh, everybody's a DJ now. Everybody wants to. Oh, I could spin. I could do this. I could play, and they want to play their set. Ah, you know, I, I like this kind of music. Well, if you want to work in a corporate setting, you can't do that. You have to play what. Jimmy over there wants to, and he's from Kansas, and he likes you know Waylon Jennings. But I'm not playing my Waylon Jennings set right now. I'm trying <laughs> to play my Bruno Mars set, or you know what I mean. So DJs like to, I like, I mean, if you just let me do it, just don't come up and talk to me. Mm-hmm. I will figure out what you like, and I and I can see. I like you said, I, I see these people walking in the room. I get it, but the people, are, hey man, hey, 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 you, hey DJ. Um, hey, can you play? Can you play this song? Well, I'm playing, you know, I'm playing Uptown Funk right now, and uh, Toby Keith just doesn't mix well right in with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or I see the little Latinas come walking up, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm playing, and and I've got, I know, I know how long it's going to take. Like I've got an event Saturday. Yeah, uh, it's the Gaylord Palms like employee Ooh. appreciation event. Nice. Now at hotels. There's there's a lot of Latin people that work in mm-hmm. hotels, especially here at these big monstrous resorts. Just, yes. So I know going in, I'm gonna play 75 percent Latin music, but at normal events, mm-hmm. it's just it, it, give me a second and I will get to it. And it, there's a couple go tos that that will definitely you you can get by with playing and everything's good. But when I when the Latinas haven't heard their salsa y merengue yet, salsa y merengue. Uh, hey, DJ, hey, excuse DJ, wow. can, I, can you play some salsa y merengue? That is spot on. And I've got the salsa in the stupid player getting ready to go. That's the next song I'm going to play. And I'll just say, like, no, I can't play that. Well, why not? Por qué? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, because I don't understand what music, I can't have that coming out of my speakers. I don't understand. It's in Spanish. I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> and they're looking at me like, what? What do you mean? I go, just, I got it. And as they're walking away, the song's ending, and I hit the button. I call it bala 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 because they can't. I don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> they can, how do Spanish people speak so fast? I don't get that. Uh, it's, I don't understand. It's I don't know. It's it's it. I th- I think it's because of the necessity and the need to get um, across the border quickly. <laughs> sure, like you have to hurry. And I've taken. It, I was having this conversation the other day. I've taken probably. At least five years of Spanish in like from high school and college, and I can't I can't speak it. I don't speak it, and I won't speak it. I went to Mexico. I won't even say Buenos Dias. Oh no, because as soon as you do that, 
See, here's the thing. I'm Mexican and I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. I know enough to get me into trouble and out of trouble. Right. And I can I can pretty much understand almost all Spanish. If you start talking to me, I'll get basically what you're saying, but I can't speak it back. Right. When I speak Spanish, I sound like that Mexican couple that come to Disney. Este bathroom, de, eh, where? Go, please. <laughs> like, that's how I sound speaking Spanish. And I know that. Right. So I, I try to sound like as non, no accent at all. I, I, can I get me one of them tortillas? Hey, gracias. So that, but as soon as I say, if somebody comes over, habla espanol, un poquito si. Like that. Forget it. That's it. You're you're having a conversation. Oh, boom. And it's like, oh, 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 slow down. That's it. Remember, un poquito means a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but you sound like you speak you Spanish. See, you brown. See, you got it, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, and that's what, but I think I, and I was telling, I was like, I think I respect them too much to freaking murder their language. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, but I went to Italy. Italy, oh. and you forget, well, I guess you don't forget because you probably never think about it, but I didn't think about it until I was there. We have a lot of Italian words that we use in our everyday language, like prego. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, hey, prego. That's a spaghetti sauce here. Okay, great. You know, but and prego I, is what you're welcome. Yeah. Or thank you. No, thank you. you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it uh, when I was there, I was like grazie. I was like throwing my hands up, like <laughs> oh grazie, bellissimo. You like? It just screaming and yelling. <laughs> there, I had no problems. Murdering a language. So you treated Italy like a party. You jumped. You exactly. kicked the door in. My <laughs> Where the like, hell's my dick? My wife's like, why are you walking in? Why are you walking in here acting like you own the place? I go, I'm half Sicilian. Come on, let's go. It's Italian. Let's that was coming Italian. out. You're half Sicilian? Yeah. Dude, that's what it was. You were like, I'm home. Yeah. I'm home. Like, here we go. Let's figure this out. Oh, yeah. But God. yeah, the, it's it's funny. So, yeah. The requested parties. That's the problem. Just don't. don't and then, like, if you and I were someplace and the DJ's playing crappy music or you're a 24-year-old girl and you happen to be at a table I'm at, hey, you DJ, why don't you go tell that DJ to play something oh, better? Oh, God. Yeah, that, that's my favorite. Hey, uh, can you, what are you playing tonight? I'm playing music tonight. Well, what kind? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You got any, any, anything good in there? Yeah, I got plenty of good in there. What do you want? You got to come, come to me with something. You can't mm-hmm. just, hey, what's up next? A song? You're I don't know. Such a pain in the ass. I am because don't come talk to me. Don't come. My favorite though, and you probably have had this happen, is when you're making an announcement or mm-hmm. something, and you're like, "Ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, like, oh. excuse me, hey, excuse me, can, oh. can you play this or hey, where's the bathroom, I, ma'am? I am speaking right now. I let do you see people on the news get interrupted? You see uh, Johnny Carson get interrupted when he was on TV? No. Just I, let me talk. I have no problem calling people. I'll stop what I'm doing. It's like, all, all right, ladies long. and gentlemen, welcome out to blah, blah, blah. Like, like, okay, back when I was working at CityWalk. Sure. And we'd go out there. We're about to do an announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome out to Universal Orlando CityWalk. Don't forget to come and check out The Groove. Tonight, The Groove, we've got DJ Dick Tracy. Excuse me. Can you tell me yeah, where uh, Margarita oh, and, lives? And I'll do the little pinky, the yeah. little finger. <laughs> Give me one second. I'm about to finish this announcement, and I'll talk right. to you. And then they continue, and I go, hold on. Everyone listening, uh, do me a favor. Hold on. Uh, this woman right here uh, would like to ask me a question because uh, the world revolves around her. Oh, I'm not. I have to stop. Jerk. I have I to stop want, my job so that I can. Ask ask, okay, ask your question, ma'am. What's your question? I, just, I really needed to know this because my this is my favorite. Ugh. Is when they start giving you more information than you really needed. I just I just need to ask you this question because you know my my kids are out here and they're lost ma'am. and 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 my husband he's ma'am, got cancer and he's at family. home and he you know my son was in the military what is your question lady he 
got shot and he got a he got a purple heart and you know it's all for the troops and stuff. So yeah, I'm like, shut up and tell me what you want. What is your question? Oh yeah, uh, what th- what time's the three o'clock parade come by? Oh my god, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where's, 6.15. When's the three, what time's the 3 o'clock parade? You know my favorite stupid question? <laughs> my favorite stupid question of all time. Um, City Walk, working out there and pimping all the, all the shows. We got great live reggae at um, <laughs> Bob Marley's A Tribute to Freedom. I finished the announcement. This couple comes up, and uh, they're like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? I was, yeah. So I cut my mic off, and they go, um, they go is he going to be there? Yes. And then I turned on my mic, and I go, I'm sorry, we have a question. Hold on. What did, what did you ask? Uh, is Bob Marley going to be there tonight? I said, is Bob Marley going to be there tonight? I said, I don't think so. I, I'm pretty sure if he was, it would have been in the news. Like, that would be huge news <laughs> if he's going to be there. Um, but go to ask. Go ask if he's going to make it tonight. And if he is, please come tell me. It's like, this needs to be promoted. And they're like, okay, great. And they went upstairs to go to the People Bob Marley. So I was like, oh, my stupid. God. Does this bother you? <laughs> this bothers me so much. When you go to a wedding or you go to a function and the MC or the DJ is horrible, I I hate hate people with, that are bad on a mic, and they're in charge of introducing a couple for the first time and all the and and I'm like, get off the mic, yeah, give me the freaking mic, I'll do it for free at this point, just stop, stop talking. Like my girlfriend hates going to weddings with me and all those things. I just sit there and go, uh, <laughs> I hate th- this is the one I hate because obviously there's a way to talk on a microphone. Here. <laughs> and people start talking and they're like, and you know, they're waving their hands and the mic's in their hand way out here above their head. I'm like, just, just put the mic. I've, I've literally walked up to people, <laughs> grabbed their hand and put the mic. There you go. Put it right. Talk into it. And talk you know, into the mic. And when that happens, you put it up to their mouth. They're like, yeah. I love people that can't land the plane. They like, can't what? They land can't, the plane? Yeah. They, they are too busy. You know, and or like especially with best mentos because they don't talk, they, uh. they, they don't do their thing. And uh, you know, back in uh, when we were in <laughs> sixth grade, hold on, I lost my place on my phone. Hold on, today, and it was so great. And I just want to thank you for you know letting me be part of this. And you know, your dad, you know, he was great. And and they just keep talking and they don't know how to end it, as opposed to saying so. Yeah, thank you and congratulations. Thanks. Be done. You know that's how podcasts were born. We're we're all we're all best men making a very long toast, and we don't know how to end it. That's it. That's it. I, it's so it's <laughs> it blows my mind. My favorite though at weddings is when the best man or somebody starts airing dirty laundry. That's my favorite. I was at one at Disney, oh and the groom was uh, just sitting there, nice guy doing his thing. Uh, his the best man got him to start talking. Talk, it was like you know, and and uh, Steve, his uh, you know, his family, you know, his his parents couldn't be here today because there was some there was some the some strife and there was a lot of bad blood and da da. It started just airing this guy's uh. life dirty laundry, and then all of a sudden his brother gets up. His brother goes, "Hey man, I don't know what life you were living, but that ain't the way things went down." <laughs> And he started oh, to fit in his parents. And oh, my God. Oh, it, it turned into. And, and somebody goes, turn the mic off. So I go, no, I'm not taking the mic away from this. Are you, Are you kidding me? Mind? This is brilliant. Yeah, no, it's great when people air. Oh, God. See, this is why Facebook Live was invented. This is why live oh, streams were invented. Because that needs to be out there. Speaking of. 
Dude, uh, those of you listening, uh, go to the Two Fat Dads podcast uh, website, or not website, uh, page on Facebook. See, you don't know either. I know. You're just adult. Um, my, my, my roommate and I and some friends did a live Facebook live oh. where we messed with the Ouija board. I couldn't. Yeah, I won't even watch it. Dude, you got to watch Explain, it. Explain. Tell it. Tell you what happened watch because it. I'm we, not watching I it. Can't, I can't spoil her, um, but... We started messing with the Ouija board, and it's not uh, its not a Parker Brothers Ouija board. It's not one that you buy at a store. Um, our friend, like, found one at, like, this estate sale when he was in high school years ago, and it looks creepy. And so we decided to Facebook Live it, and I'm not going to lie, man. Some I'm shit went watch- down. I'm not watching Some it. shit went down. So watch it and then share it. Share it. Share it. We're, Don't do any of it because the devil is going to come out and live there, in your house now. The devil doesn't work on Facebook Live. He does Twitter Live. Oh, okay. He See? sure does a periscope. No, he does periscope sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I, I was I want to see it, but I'm like, no. You I gotta. I, I won't even drive through uh that haunted city here in Orlando near New Smyrna Beach. What's the name of that place? Uh Casadega? Uh, Ca- I won't even go anywhere near there. Well, Casadega is not like scary, it's just mystical. Nope. Nope. Not going anywhere. <laughs> Ali, hey, watch her. You were so excited on your thing. Dude. You got to watch it. I go, nope. Exclamation point. Not happening. We got so many uh, during the live um, thing. And you can you can see it if you push, uh, what is it, uh, real-time um, responses. Okay. So it's during the thing, and you'll see the responses come up. It's awesome to hear these people. What the fuck? Get out of the house. I'm not, no kidding. What are I'm you not, doing? I'm not watching. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so friend. good. Let's, you you got to watch it. No, I'm not Let's, watching Son it. of a You better watch it. Everybody else out there who wants to be possessed and be have, you know, may the power everyone of Christ knows, compel you to show up at your house. Everyone knows the devil can't possess you through video. Man, I don't know. That's crazy talk. <laughs> I'm not watching it. All right. So <laughs> let's wrap this bad boy up here. Um, please go check us out at Two Fat Dads uh, podcast on Twitter. Two Fat Dads at Two Fat Dads pod. Uh, find our it's hashtag. No, it's at. And on Twitter, it's at Is it? Two Fat See, Dads again, pod. And then on Facebook. Find us at Two Fat Dads uh, Podcast. It is our Facebook page. You can find me at aaliflores.com. That's my website. Uh, You can find me on Facebook as well, A.L.E. Flores. uh, Twitter, at Ali Flores Comedy. Uh, And if you're a gamer, you can find me on there, Comedic Actor on Xbox and PlayStation. Jason, where can we find Uh, you? You can find me at loganmania.com. You can find me, Jason Logan, on Facebook, uh, at Jason Logan on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, Snapchat. I don't even know what yeah, those I'm are. I'm on all those, too. Yeah, I don't know. But just find Jason Logan. You'll find my big fat face on there, and you can't miss me. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. On behalf of my our producer, Jeff, J-Lo, I'm Ali Flores. Thank you so much. Enjoy your week. Peace Have a good out. one.